Oh my god, I saw a meme in the, like somewhere that said like Shrek and Fiona really picked being ogres over being white. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I get it. I get it. <laughs> It's your lovely host, Kim, and I'm glad you've joined us. You're listening to Corazón Pintado, a love letter to art and chisme. If you'd like to leave a love note where you give a shout out to your favorite creative, spotlight some projects and shows, or if you just want to leave some love, the lines are open at anchor.fm slash corazón pintado slash message. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the chisme. government knows me by Rita Leon. <laughs> RitaTheRaven.net. <laughs> and it, when in doubt, just type in Rita the Raven. And uh, I make uh, paintings about, um, I don't know, like different body parts. Like I'll make a painting of an ear in gold and stuff that's reminiscent of uh, reliquaries and um, a little bit of op art here and there. Whatever I want, I guess. Whatever she wants. Y'all heard that? Because it's my way till payday. <laughs> but until then. <laughs> Once I get that paycheck. <laughs> Bye. Uh, yeah, I guess that's my, that's my intro. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. I like, but see, like, that's, like, what I kind of, like, wanted. Because it's, like, if I say, it's, like, oh, it's so formal. It's, like, when... You, you like read an artist somebody's yeah work. like when you read an artist statement it's like they it feels do. like it's someone else like talking about them like, blah I'm, blah blah's work deals with uh body dysmorphia or something like that i mean not mine does i mean maybe it is a body dysmorphia that's probably why i need to go back to therapy <laughs> so how do you feel about that Everybody like where's this a coming bit. up from yeah maybe definitely. a little bit of body dysmorphia i mean i'm not painting myself exactly how i look like who yeah. does that i know and like and, like, how do you, like, differentiate if it's, like, a good way? Or I don't want to say body dysmorphia is good, like, in any sense. But it's, mm-hmm. like, is it coming from, like, negative feelings? Or, like, I don't I don't know. Because I feel like, for me, like, some of the work that I've done, like, that's kind of about the body. It's, like, been in a negative light. Because it's, like, why do I see myself this way? Mm-hmm. Um, but other ways, it's, like... I'm in a sense like elevating myself instead mm-hmm. of like negating like I think that for me for my work it's like more about like uh, trying to elevate myself because if I were to see somebody that's my body type my style or whatever out in the street I'd be like oh she's fucking cute mm-hmm. you know like I, I always try to like change my mind or try to like shift my perspective and be like you know what why do I think this this person's gorgeous or something mm-hmm. so like I, I don't see myself that way but if I were to see somebody else I'd be like, oh, she cute, you know? Yeah. So it's, like, it's my way of trying to, like, 
um, exalts what I perceive as like meh and myself as good mm-hmm. or as like you know not that big of a deal <laughs> yeah yeah because you should be able to like mm-hmm. present yourself like and it like in school especially be like amongst technicalities and formalities of like oh like what does like portraiture look like and mm-hmm. at least for me and especially the resources that I'm pulling from where it's like all these like pinup models and it's like all white and it's like all these like vintage like Hollywood starlets which are white and I'm like mm-hmm. okay well like if I just do myself in that same like pose and like style mm-hmm. it automatically makes it like Mexican art because I am Mexican because that is my identity <laughs> yeah. and like making it a brown girl rather than like a skinny white girl like that's it like the, yeah. the effort does not have to be this like like your existence is already revolutionary exactly yeah and then like i mean for me it's like you know you like brown people's images have always been repressed or oppressed like art historically you don't see like i mean there are beautiful portraits of people of color out there and there's our beautiful portraits of like you know but they're they're not like taught about like i mean mm-hmm. never like unless you fucking see fucking nasty ass galgan yeah like you're not gonna see <laughs> black people paintings anywhere like yeah so it's like but there were black people painting there's always and there were brown people painting and i mean like sometimes i'm like okay so like frida i love her but she was white passing mm-hmm. there's a white passing lady dressed up like fucking like a native yeah so she was probably like 75 percent white at -hmm. least like her dad was european her dad was fully german yeah not a jewish person like she said he was because she lied about that but Mm -hmm. like her dad was german her mom was like probably part white part like native so Mm -hmm. i mean it's probably the case for me too like my dad's like light ass fuck Mm -hmm. so like but still like white passing people have always been like exalted Diego Rivera was fucking white looking as fuck he's probably like mostly Spanish mm-hmm. that frog ass guy Ugh, so ugly <laughs> so fucking I... ugly Ugh. Ugh. he so, does not have the right to be sleeping with so many women, women like falling Maria over Felix. him Ugh. he bagged Maria Felix but so did Frida so that's why oh, I'm that's like alright that's cool <laughs> Um, but still, like, uh, the, the fool was painting brown people, and he was making yeah. money off painting brown people. So it's like, I mean, why can't brown people paint brown people and, like, be exalted? Yeah. You know? So that's the point. And also, like, so I guess it brings it back to the why. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's one of the things that I was thinking about that we talked um, off the air um, <laughs> about, like, all these, like, academic art essays in class where I would read it and, like, not be impressed because I would, like, look up the artists that they, like, talked about that, like, were, like, quote-unquote revolutionary. Like, they're making something amazing. And I would, like, look it up and it's something fucking mediocre. And, like, that's, like, who am I to say, like, that it is? But, it like, maybe it's just my taste or, like, maybe it actually is for a fact, like, mm-hmm. bad art. But, like, it wasn't anything that I thought, like, was impressive. Some people are getting their dick sucked for painting squares or dripping. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, like, let me think about it this way. I look at the artist. I'm like, okay, well, this is, like, a European artist. This is a white artist. I'm pretty sure somewhere out there, there's a person of color doing the same damn thing. Why aren't we talking about them if it's so revolutionary, if it's so amazing? And it's, like moving boundaries mm-hmm. like why aren't we talking about them why did why are we talking we just so happen to be talking about the white artist a white man yeah artist, mostly exactly so i like had to say something mm-hmm. when we talked about that in class i'm like you know what <laughs> this is we're like too late in the game especially like 
like not just me like being in like my last year of school but it's like i'm with tired every, uh what <laughs> if with everything that was that has been happening like mm-hmm. in the world like we do not need to still it's be, time to call them out yeah like it's tiring like it's but i mean like it just sucks because most of the tenured professors are all mostly white and the ones that aren't white are just presenting white people stuff yeah i'm like there has to be like there is and I'm sure, like, it's hard to find because it's not being shown. And mm-hmm. if it is, then, like, it's not being... You have being... to do the extra work to find it. Exactly. And I'm like, it shouldn't be, like, that difficult. Like, we should already be in these, like, spaces. And I, I even think about your half of the cohort were, like, pretty, like, diverse in a sense. But I still, like, don't think it was diverse enough. Like... Yours wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and the... I feel like they were being taught so much formal stuff and you resisted the formal stuff so much but they didn't resist it at all so they lost like identity or maybe they never had it but either way oh (laughs) fuck anyway if you feel called out then maybe maybe look into that because she didn't say no names but (laughs) but like I also just think about like my peers and like the you know like I'm thinking about the future of the podcast and I went to school for seven years. I maybe only had four black people maximum, like my entire, like in the art classes, like maybe like outside, like outside of it's those, like I did. But like for art, like obviously, like that's where I was paying attention because these are the type of people that I want to make connections with. Um, like there were rarely like black students, at, at least in the drawing and painting, mm-hmm. like um, department. Maybe we should go, like, roam Long Beach and find black kids in the art department to be like, join the drawing and painting program. Join the drawing and... It's not as impacted as illustration, kids. Dude. It's not as impacted as fucking graphic design. And animation and all that I wouldn't say it's easier, but, like, it's more encompassing than, like, just graphic design. It's more encompassing than illustration. Like, you could always do illustration if you major in drawing and painting. Like, you don't have yeah. to, like, just do that. Like, you could do it. It's like, drawing want. and painting can do illustration, but can illustration do drawing and painting? Nope. <laughs> I mean, they can, but mm, I guess if you watch enough YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, then again, you could do anything if you watch enough YouTube videos. <laughs> it's just not mm. there. And I'm sure, like, because obviously it's already like four plus year college like maybe we're obviously talking about a demographic that's like not having like the same opportunities and privilege Mm -hmm. to like even go to school you know like i'm sure there are amazing artists that aren't even going to school Mm -hmm. who chose like not to like because you don't have to go to school for art no um but it's like where are these people like let's okay so like you don't have to go to school but it definitely fucking helps yeah i'm not saying like you know it it fucking helps like i said earlier like when you have the language for it Mm -hmm. it helps you so much more than just like not knowing like how to identify like okay so i'm not layering enough or Mm -hmm. you know my work my composition could be better like you know you look at a painting and you don't know what's wrong with it it's because you don't know the language or you don't know what to look for yeah like and that's just kind of the way it is for anything and i mean like some people supposedly naturally have it but (laughs) yeah it's not been proven <laughs> i don't know like i mean you were like oh picasso was painting when he was 13 his father was a fucking painting professor he sucked but he was a painting professor and he 
you know so fuck like shit like some people have the fucking privilege yeah and they call it talent but it's not it's fucking privilege exactly <laughs> and it's all like the technical stuff too like mm-hmm. all the conversations that we're having and it's inaccessible to obviously the people who aren't going to school like sometimes it's people who want to use like art as a hobby and Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of the discussions that I wanted like the podcast to be about because it's Mm -hmm. like what are because we're obviously not talking about like technical things all the time Mm -hmm. but it definitely like you said like it definitely helps and there's so many interesting conversations that happen in those rooms that like people don't get to be a part of Mm -hmm. like for various reasons and they should like even whether or not they have something to add or whether it relates to them and they can like take use for it like Mm -hmm. it's something interesting to at least think about and if you can apply it elsewhere great or if you just want to be a chismosa and listen then that's that's also great too yeah I (laughs) well because I took a year off because mm-hmm. I, like, failed an entire year, like, mm-hmm. when I started mm-hmm. college. I, like, didn't even want to go to college, like, mm-hmm. to begin with. Um, and I took a year off, and I, like, I came back and, like, started passing with, like, flying colors, which was, like, great, but I definitely needed that break because I, like, was definitely on that, like, fuck school mentality. I just could not, I was not on that level to, I was not ready for it. I've always been a schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, like, I always saw it, like, as a, as a poor brown kid, I always said, like, you know what, this is my fucking ticket out. And, mm. like, uh, part of it, too, is, like, my self-esteem. I'm, like, I'm not fucking pretty. I'm not talented in any other way. Like, I'm smart. I'm book smart. And, you know, I'm not exactly brave sometimes. So it's, like, <laughs> I've always felt like school was it for me. And I always mm. loved it. I love learning. I'll fucking watch some boring, dry-ass shit and be, <laughs> like, yes, this is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> like that part in like have you seen the new Candyman? oh i haven't no there's oh, this part where it. his girlfriend's critiquing his work and i was freaking out i was like yes <laughs> yes and so like it's just like the most dry shit i'm like I, i'm with this so like some sometimes i'm like yeah so i always saw it as like my way out and honestly for a lot of people that are like grew up poor and shit that's like even though they tell you oh like you know a bachelor's degree doesn't do anything like it really does yeah it really fucking does like it'll at least knock you up a pay grade like yeah <laughs> so it's like that's like it, it it's just about creating the generational wealth it's hard as fuck so like i don't know like some people are like fuck school and like since i'm in the world of tattooing a lot of people mm. are like fuck school or i never related and like i can see how a- how it could be alienating mm-hmm. it could be really alienating like especially especially like the academic aspects but it's like I guess it was just lucky that my mom was really into weird shit, too. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Bonanza and fucking documentaries or some shit. But, yeah, so it's dry and it's hard to relate to, but the content is out there to find resources and that that feel more interesting, Mm -hmm. like podcasts that talk about art and other things that you're interested in in a perspective that you can understand. Mm Mm-hmm and not be using language that you're like but that doesn't mean that in my normal life <laughs> and now in like such a time where like there's basically like everything's so niche like there's something mm-hmm. for everybody like you just gotta you just gotta find the right words to google it yeah <laughs> you gotta it's know how to google it. you gotta know how to google like i found the fucking thing <laughs> i was like all right let's bring it down and, like if you google anything the right way you'll find it yeah like it's 
we kind of have no excuse anymore. It's yeah, kind of the thing. Everything's out there. And if you don't find it the way you want, make then fucking it. make it. Yeah. <laughs> Just make it, do it. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to last forever, but. If you can't find that niche, make the niche. Exactly. Oh my shit. Oh my crap. I know. I don't remember who was like fucking amused by the party hat on the skull. <laughs> That's cute. Somebody was like, wow, Rita, you put a party hat on a skull. Like, I don't know and you made you that, no? The little party hat? Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I love party oh hats. <laughs> I should make them and sell them. That'd be so cute. But do I want to make them and sell them? I know. <laughs> <laughs> the labor that goes into to doing it. But I really like your shelf, too. The little... I, I, I think I like it so much more because I saw the transfer. Like, it wasn't something it. that you, like, made the wood and, like, you, like, built it, like, uh-huh. out of scratch. You transformed but it. You transformed it, which is, it's like... It's a transformation, honey. Yeah. Where's the transformation, sis? Yeah. I love that. It's so cute. <laughs> I need to make more little stuff. But then I'm scared that it'll break because, like, sometimes the air-dry clay is kind of fragile. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I guess I gotta learn how to use other things. Wasn't well, there that other like polymer clay or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like I like the air dry because I don't have to put it in an oven or anything. That's true. I'm scared of putting it in the oven and ruining it. But I guess I could buy like one of those like a small oven and use that instead strictly for that. Yeah. Or what about like the air dry clay and coating it in something? Or do you think that that would still I've been, be? Like, I think I've been like using a lot more liquid on it, and then like once it dries and it, and if it cracks, I'll like put more air dry clay in those cracks uh-huh. like spackle it basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of works but they're, I, I noticed that they're still a little fragile oh yeah because they're so light and mm-hmm. it's just like you could like throw that shit and like well i mean like, if i made it solid from air dry clay that shit would take forever from to dry but like i'll i'll start it with like the aluminum like they do normally oh okay mm-hmm. i follow um this artist that has like I don't know if she started like tattooing, and I know like is I, it Parlor Prince? Yeah, she started doing. <laughs> she that. never tattooed. No, she's okay, not a tattooer. She, I just remember her she doing like so much that. the work. She always like, makes the, it like yeah. Her like aesthetic, her, her aesthetic is traditional tattoos, but oh. she's a barber. Oh, or she was a oh barber. Oh my god, that's so funny. Queen Din. <laughs> Queen Din, she's yeah, super cool. Shout out, like, shout out Queen Din Parlor Prince. She makes great work. Yeah, <laughs> I. I, like, found out about her when I worked, I used to work at this, like, vintage, like, rockabilly, like, uh-huh. boutique and stuff. Because that's like, her work. Yeah, like, we had, like, her prints there and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but it's so funny, you, like, got that thought out I of, like, my like, mind. I know we're, who we're, that like, is. We're, like, spooky Prince. soul sisters. That's why we just, like, always knew what we were talking. <laughs> that's what like, I always <laughs> liked it, like, hearing critiques, like, from you about my work and, like, vice versa. Because it's, like, I would be saying something and you would just, like, you would know what I meant. You were the only person who, like, knew, like, what I was referencing and everything else. Um, but yeah, like she like recently like or like I mean she's been she's doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah, but they're so cute. I wanted her Nosferatu. I, she oh, did such a cute one, and I was so broke. Yeah, it was, it was like not expensive. It was like two hundred something. But yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's my phone bill. <laughs> I know. Should have gotten it. I should have just like gone so broke. Cute though. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how are you so good at it? Like so, because I remember her like posting it at first and it's like mm-hmm. oh i'm just like experimenting and all that but i'm like this is really good like <laughs> yeah and I, I think that's kind of a little bit what inspired me too but just like making that little miniature thing is like just started something yeah. for me i did this little like frog for the apprentice at the shop because i had him for for secret santa 
and he had a, a sticker of a frog holding little flowers and mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna make him up I'm gonna make him one oh, I'm gonna cute. make it I still have pictures of it because I haven't posted it maybe we should collaborate <gasps> dude we've like said that so long ago we still have it but that's also because school and work I didn't want to say it but I'm like we should collaborate we should <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She's like a watercolor, so it's like less pressure. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm always usually doing watercolor anyway. Oh <laughs> that is so cute! <laughs> There's a sticker and that's the frog. Oh, how cute! I love that. Oh my gosh. Where'd you make it out of? Uh, air dry clay. Oh, okay. Um, and I used, like, for the inside, I used a... Uh, um, aluminum foil and then the lily oh, pad okay. is a cardboard with uh, the stuff on it wow so like I cut out the cardboard in the lily pad shape and then I put another two little pieces of cardboard to like plump it up like a leaf yeah and then uh, yeah and that's like paper and, it, and that's wire right there oh my gosh so crafty oh my gosh <laughs> I love that my dad would sit around do shit like that too so I'm like alright that's where I get it you in- you inherited the, the yeah. skill of of finding out how to make shit out of random shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, might as well, because all that shit just ends up in landfills and all that. I'm like, well, might as well make something cute and, like, be able to make use it or display art. it. Yeah. Exactly. My dad would make little figures out of peach pits. Oh, my gosh. Very prison chic. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your aesthetic? Prison, prison chic. I should post it. You should. So many, so many little. Maybe like, when I make Audrey too. <laughs> yeah. I'll make Audrey too, and who knows what else. Yeah. I mean, that's just like something to get your hands moving, you know, mm-hmm. too. Get started. That's what I've like felt lately. I'm like, well, I'm not making anything. I just need to just make something for yourself. I yeah. Guess. Just to draw. Just. To... And I get this told like all the time. I'm like, nothing has to be like a master. Like, not every piece has to be a masterpiece. Like, just. Mm-hmm. Not for you. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, maybe not for you, but for me, People, it does. like, find it so easy to say that, but, like, I feel like I've said it, too, but it's, like, I don't apply it. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel the same way when, like, people tell me to sketch. I'm like, well, I can't just let loose. I can't. It's hard. It is hard. But it's mm. hard. And people are like, it's not that hard. And then I'm all like, it's then not you... that hard, but I'm like, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> then you do it. <laughs> I do. T- I don't do it. <laughs> I know. I end up not doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. That ain't my problem. <laughs> It'll be the oh. Rita and Kimberly show. How cute would that be? Oh my, oh my gosh. god! It'd be like Brit and Ernie, but Rita and Kimberly. <gasps> Wait, that is so cute. <laughs> Uh, what are they like considered Muppets? But I was like, what Sesame Street character do you identify as? Bert and Ernie. Uh, interchangeably, Bert mm-hmm. and Ernie. Sometimes I'm Bert, sometimes I'm Ernie. You grow up wanting to be Ernie. You, you end up being Bert. Bert. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or like Oscar the Grouch. Oh, oh my god. god, I love Oscar. Mm-hmm. Honestly, a vibe. Mm hmm. I grew up liking um, Big Bird. He was my favorite. I had like, like two piece like outfits like as a kid with like him on it. This is so cute. cute. Like fuck <laughs> Elmo. I like Big Bird. <laughs> I liked I liked the dog ones where they had the dog making the letters and the numbers. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't cute. know why that was my favorite part. <laughs> that was my favorite part. The I fucking know. greyhounds fucking making A so B cute. C. I love them. <laughs> 
Or the little worms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those were cute. Sesame Street. <laughs> what a time. It was so good. Oh I don't know if it's still good. Is it still good? Is Sesame Street still a bop? I'm just kidding. It, is. I know. <laughs> it better be. Is it still- I think, um, well, I know they're like making an effort to be like a lot more inclusive like with their characters. Oh, yeah, I saw that. that. Which is really nice. But another thing, um, I don't know if you remember him. Um, what's his character's name in this show? I want to say Luis. Like Luis and Maria. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the shop owners. Like he just mm-hmm. passed away. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't, so I don't think he was around when I was watching it. Oh, okay. But or like Plaza Sesamo. Plaza Sesamo. Plaza Sesamo. I still didn't like it. I like the history. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get it out of here. Mm-hmm. Just kidding, no. I was more of a Chavo del Ocho girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have those Funko Pops, but they're at work. <laughs> oh, yeah, my oh. best friend will always be like, SOS, SOS, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because, like, you know, I told you I broke that ceramic thing from the boss. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, es que pues sin querer queriendo. I thought of that and I was like, I'm taking my travel things to the shop. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bringing you the premium Sesame Street travel <laughs> content you needed. This is what artists really talk about because <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> honestly, like, and like, these conversations are a lot more interesting than talking about like freaking. Uh, I don't know, whatever, what is art bullshit? Because I'm like, that shit gives me a headache. I like don't even, I was, I mean, I was already quiet in class, but I don't like partaking in those like conversations because I just get annoyed and like pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because like, they're, it feels like they're trying to impose like how you should feel or think, but coming from like a different standpoint on it, like it's stuff that I'm cool with and I like because mm-hmm. I was that loud kid. Sorry for the slap. <laughs> I was the loud kid always bringing up dumb shit. I'm like, oh, that's like this from this movie or this and this. Yeah. And she's just like, okay, Rita. No, see, but that's what I like because when, like, when professors would always be like, oh, like, what art are you looking at? What, like, artists and, like, what sort of movements do you like? I'm like, well, I'm not looking at that when I'm, at least, like, not consciously, like, making and thinking about that or like trying to recreate it like i'm thinking about like things i like visuals that i like movies yeah exactly so i think it's not like like you know when you did your stripes like i think like that was just you like also liking the aesthetic and Mm -hmm. sort of like the um i'm thinking about going back to the stripes a bit yeah Yeah. i like it i like the like i just like the op art aspect because like you know, when people talk about op art, they're like, oh, it was just because they were on drugs and they wanted to have something fun to look at. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's relevant, like, and there's, like, a psychological edge to it. Like, I went to the fucking eye doctor and they were doing, a, like, a dryness test on my eyes mm-hmm. and they fucking had, like, me stare at a fucking swirl. Oh, yeah, like, literally, I was like, this is so cool. I was freaking <laughs> out a little bit at the office. I was like, this is so cool. And, like, the lady's like, you know, I know, right? And then, like, she showed me in the picture, and it was, like, my iris with, like, a swirl in it. And it was fucking Ooh, cool. You're like, I was, like, a copy of this? And I told her, I was like, I literally make art that looks like this. <laughs> I should have gotten a copy of it. But, yeah. See, life. Or, what is it? Art imitates life or the other way around or whatever, whatnot. Yeah. What, what do they say nowadays? Life imitates art. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I was like, I don't pay attention. But Uh yeah, but like, see, like, that's the things that I like that I'm seeing. Like, I'm just more like aesthetic based and like visuals 
rather than and then like obviously like the subject matter I'm just like pulling from my life but yeah but like it's still psychological like no matter what like your choices are still psychological like when they make when they give you a fucking Rorschach test that's not like exactly telling you like like oh like what you're looking at it's like you are making inferences from your own life and taking as I like references see that like <laughs> from your own life. you have like an actual piece like right in front I of I forgot us. about that <laughs> <laughs> like you just have like things that you pull from in your own life you're like oh yeah that looks like this and then we're like oh okay so that's where your mind's at that's yeah. literally it so it's like no matter what choice you make even if it's subconscious like what color fucking shirt you choose, like, it's informed by your experiences nonetheless. Yeah. So. Like, fucking, pick, like, not Picasso, fuck that guy, but uh, <laughs> the other guy, fucking Jackson Pollock, fuck that guy oh, too. Oh, yeah. But, like, his work, like, is all about, like, not being able to fucking perform. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was a fucking piece of shit. Oh, they were all pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, it's like, just, just that's like the first thing you need to say like that guy was a piece of shit but let's i do love those drip paintings but i do hate picasso's everything yeah i think i don't yeah i don't i don't know if there's anything by picasso i really like if i see it i'm like uh, fuck that guy yeah i think yeah because i mean like those are like one like at this point i think it's just like a basic um person to talk about like for me like growing up like i mean I didn't grow up with, like, a lot of people who, like, liked art or were artists, you know? Like, I mean, and that's just, like, me knowing that I want to be an artist since I was, like, fucking four. But, like, I remember, I think Monet and Picasso were, like, the first artists that I recognized were, like, influential people, like, as artists and stuff. And so I think, like, he's just kind of, like, a go-to person to talk about. But then I, like, grow up and I, like, his work and I was like, I mean, I guess for the time, whatever. But, like, why are we still talking about him? Like, it's not really relevant anymore. Like, I don't see... Like, the wow factor, I don't see... Like, I understand, like, you know, he actually, like, took abstraction and, like, worked it into, like... He applied it to, like, Mm -hmm. real-life scenarios. Like, this is abstraction, but also, like, it's different facets of one object from different angles. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But, like, yeah, he sucks dick. He's an (laughs) awful person. What is it? Um, Growing up, like, my my dad would always be like whittling and making shit mm. always making crap like oh crap <laughs> but like he still makes stuff and i made him make me that hand that little like floppy hand oh cute <laughs> yeah like i love hands so like dad make me a hand and that like i got so there cute. and he was like trying to he was literally trying to make this like filing it and i was like dad i gave you a hand saw yeah like and so i got there and i was like oh and so I helped him file it, and he started, like, uh, I helped him, like, saw it, and he started filing it. That but, yeah, and I was like, Dad, sign it. He kind of signed it. <laughs> my little old man. But, yeah, like, my dad would always be, like, drawing or making shit. He's always making shit. Yeah. What is that, You're Dad? You're crafty in that way. Yeah, so mm. it's, like, sometimes I'm, like, sitting there, and I feel insane. And also I remember, like, this is how my dad sits in the middle of and all his crap. <laughs> in the middle, like, of my mom's Dude. always complaining. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what we like, <laughs> mentioned earlier. I was, like, of, like, me being, like, messy. But I was, like, I think that's just, like, me, like, finding, like, like peace and, like, chaos. But I was, like, my dad, like, not to call him out, but I'm, like, he's kind of a hoarder. And I'm, like, I am definitely a hoarder. Like, I've gotten better about it. But, like, I 
like I just like knickknacks. I like little things and I just like it just piles up and there's things on top of my things on top of other things. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See all that shit right there? But those continues I'm gonna turn them into terrariums. Oh, that's so good. Right. My I friend gave that. them to me and I'm like, I need to make them terrariums. But yeah, so like my dad is always he always saves shit. He's like, Oh lo puedo vender or Oh, like, I can make something out of that. And I'm like, dude, like, it's so bad. My mom fucking hates it. And she's like, she's been back living with him for a couple of years now. And she's like, I clear a space and then it's shit all over again. Nothing but tools. Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> and then like, I'm like, I would say, I'm sorry, mom, but like, I just look around my own house. I'm like, yup. <laughs> it's too late. I feel so bad for my roommate sometimes. Like, the other day, he told me, like, oh, um, is there anywhere else I could put the recycling? Because, like, I know you need that space to, like, work and stuff and uh, whatever. I'm like, where? And, like, I started freaking out, and I made it about me and all the stuff I have. And I cried. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went full cancer. Full cancer. And then, like, I was, like, a couple hours later, crying on my bed, my husband was holding me, and I was like... I made a big deal, didn't I? And he's like, yep. <laughs> yeah, because he wanted to move that couch over there where that glass case is and put the glass case under the oh, painting. Oh, okay. That would be great, but I was like, I made a big deal. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, why don't you just tell me I'm messy and then my shit's all over the place. <laughs> I was looking for a studio to rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was oh bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. I apologized. <laughs> See, that's the first step coming to the realization and self-awareness. Like a, a big a big step in the right direction. So yeah, I feel bad for my roommate. <laughs> it's okay. But it's a cool space. What <laughs> is? I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. It's mostly my fault. It's cool by the way. <laughs> I'm not lying. You're like, you're welcome. <laughs> Do you like my clown? I do. I'm obsessed with him. Okay, so like, okay, so my grandma used to have this clown. And my grandma was like, "Don't touch my shit," and she was also a hoarder. So like, <laughs> she had this clown like up against like the ceiling, and we, I would sleep in a bed right under it before it was cluttered with shit, and I would stare at that nose, and I'd be like staring at it, I but I wouldn't it. touch it. And yeah. then I fucking found it online because I was th I would think about it sometimes. I'm like that clown, and I searched so I was like clown print with 3d nose and i fucking found it oh my gosh and like i didn't know but his nose plays music <gasps> wait oh my gosh yeah i thought it was just like glued on that is so cute <laughs> right and it's like a nicely like yeah like it's a good image of a clown it's not like like theme. yeah what well, we don't think is creepy. i know <laughs> <laughs> the, all the things we like we're like <laughs> jair oh. doesn't like it oh. in that case okay for the for the studio audience then maybe it is creepy but i like it yeah. it's so funny i know <laughs> i was so excited and my family was like so and i'm all like oh but see i think that's why i thought i was like because it's like a nicely like rendered like person you know it's not like yeah it's like, like really, a really good print yeah it's not like well they're like one of those like uh i think he's like a barnum bailey kind of clown i think mm -hmm. but yeah so has I that found, aesthetic yeah i'm gonna buy another one and put it in the shop oh that's so cute <laughs> <gasps> 
supporter oh shit no i said take that back songs like the La Patita con Raboso y su something de bolitas para mandado. Um, are you? Cri cri. It's cri cri. Is it? Cri cri. Because you're singing the um. Is that not the Ratón Vaquero? Oh no, but that's probably him too. Oh okay. Like he did that one, and he did the little the three little pigs. Why don't I know that one? I don't know. My mom was singing it to me all the time. Let me see. Let me find it. Live. Just kidding. Is this, maybe it's like, is, is that a copyright yet? Oh, shit. <laughs> play two seconds of it. Um, I, I was like, girl, no one listened to this enough for me to, unless y'all are snitches and report me. But <laughs> imagine creak, the creak, creak. Like, you'll get a cease and desist. Oh, my God. My friend did prints of, like, a drawing I did of Selena. And he also did, like, another Selena thing of patches. Mm-hmm. And he fully got a cease and desist. <gasps> Probably Abraham was fucking on that shit. They're always Dude. on it. It's like, I mean, I get part of it is like, oh, yeah. So he did do Raton Vaquero. That's creak, creak. My dad would always play that song for me and my sister. <laughs> Good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my dad would always play that for me and my sister. And we had like a whole like choreography to it. Everything. That's cute. That's so funny. And it wasn't until like a while, like obviously I never registered like the lyrics when I was little, but it was like a diss to like Mickey Mouse. And I was like, oh shit, like (laughs) oh my gosh. Anything that this is Mickey Mouse, I'm here for. Yeah. Like Shrek. thing came out i'm like i ain't even <laughs> mad i'm not mad shrek is love shrek is life it really is that's so i don't know although rape is never okay yeah <laughs> but like i don't like things like that where i just like it's so funny to me that it's like sort of um like cherished by everyone because it's like so good and like so mm-hmm. iconic they like don't have the i don't know how often you would go but they don't have like the the show for it at Universal anymore. For what? For your Shrek. Oh, they don't have Shrek anymore. Mm-mm. I never went to Universal. Oh, <laughs> I love Universal. Well, it's, it's like Kung Fu Panda now, and I was like, Kung Fu Panda is like not as iconic. It's not, but like it's just like Shrek has such a place in my heart because yeah. I just come back from Mexico, mm. 
And then, like, Shrek was, like, the first movie that I really got into. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. This is everything. This is everything. Yeah. It's, like, one of those, like, quotable things, too, like, Spongebob. I, I think it's the second one um, where is it? It might be the second one. I don't know. But, like, there's these, like, like village girls, and they're, like, talking to Shrek or whatever. I don't know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah, when he transforms. Yeah, or I don't know if it's that scene, though, but they're, like, totally ill-eth, and I always say that every, like, all the time. I'm like, I didn't watch the second one as much as the first one. Like, the The first first one. so, so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'd put it on repeat on VHS. That VHS was probably, like, as white noise. (laughs) (laughs) I would, like, fast forward. I would put it on just to watch that end part where, like, they're, like, the karaoke. Mm. Honestly, there was a lot of those songs I'd heard first of the Shrek karaoke. Thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, that song from Shrek. Um, I was like, oh. It's actually? I didn't know it was a Madonna song until way after. <laughs> There's other songs I'd be like, oh, that's where that's from. <laughs> Madonna who? <laughs> I only Madonna. know Shrek. <laughs> exactly. I only know Fiona. <laughs> I mean, because, like, Hallelujah has that already to it. Like, I know. Oh, like... Cohen who? Uh, I only know Shrek. <laughs> exactly. I, I was telling my husband, I was like, I know the Hallelujah song from Shrek. He's like, I know it from fucking, what's his name? This dead guy. Oh, fuck, I forgot his name. <laughs> It'll come to me later. But yeah, uh, I was like, I know from Shrek, whatever. Everything else is irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. What a, <laughs> what a way for like your, your work to be like known. Like, they don't even know about you. They just know it because of Sir mix a lot. I like big, but there's a fucking dragon waving its tail in the back. I was like, that is too accurate, though. They're like, oh, but you made it for Shrek. No, it was already on, like, a standalone piece. Like, oh. But there's a bunch of songs that feel like they were made up, but they weren't. Like, that song, um, there's a song by the OJs that came out in the movie The Voices with, like, Ryan Reynolds is like, music, 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 music. Mm, <laughs> that fucking mm-hmm. song. I thought it wasn't real. I thought it was fake. And then I fucking... <laughs> is it recording? Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> I was like, this can't be a real song. And then I fucking found it and I bought the vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe things like that, they'll, like, write around the song. So that it like fits? Maybe. But like I think like maybe Marjane Satrapi used it because it's just such a ridiculous ass song. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean there's there's something for everybody. There's always something out there, very niche, very yeah. something. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an iconic movie. I love that You've seen it, right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. I like there's not many people that have seen it. I mean, you're the one to go to when you're like, have you seen like, this? this? movie? Like, I'm always the one that's like, have you seen this? And then, like, derail Daniel's class. I'm like, Daniel, have you seen this? And he's like, no. He's like, Rita, you're the only one who watches this oh shit. God. I feel like I'm I was like, always, like, I always genuinely enjoyed, like, your references. Like, every time we had critique, I'd be, like, writing things down. I'm like, oh, I should watch that. I should do this and that. <laughs> um, and then people were just like, we get it. But I was like, no, I freaking love it. Like, I want... I want, and I think that's just also me, like, getting my, like, inspiration from, like, outside sources, like, outside of art. Well, I was like, well, I want to see, like, other, other things. Well, like, movies are, like, very visual, too. Like, there's, like, a, there's this French movie called Playtime, and it's, like, a really iconic movie. I forgot the name of the director, but, like, um, he's a really weird name, too. Like, it's just a visual-ass movie. It's, like, mm-hmm. I think it's, like early 60s or 70s 
and um, this man comes to town from like like the countryside and he's like I think he's interviewing for a job and he's just like it's really chaotic but visually it's like so pretty it looks like a painting through and through mm-hmm. like it looks like a Hockney painting through and through Ooh. like it's really fucking good like you'd like it but it's French so yeah. subtitles yeah <clears throat> but I mean there isn't very much fucking dialogue either yeah but see I think that's the thing where it's like okay to like not have to look at art mm-hmm. by... Wait, that's not it. Which is out of pictures. Let me see. Like, it's, it's okay to, thing. like, look at other sources. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had, were having this, like, conversation earlier about, like, what... Um, ooh. Ooh. Very... Um, Brutalist a little bit, yeah. even. Yeah, like, but some parts are, like, this, like... Look at ooh. that fucking color moment right there. Like... That is good. Like, the whole thing, it's, like, this man just, like, blundering through the city. He doesn't even sleep. He's just, like, it's, like, two days straight of him just, like, wandering through the yeah. city. It's really good. Yeah. That's so good. There's this part where, like, like uh, these people have, like, big windows, and, like, they're just, like, panning through, just watching these families just exist in their living rooms. It's really fucking cool. Like, yeah. Um... What you were it? talking about outside sources. Oh yeah, that we were like having a conversation that like Not during critiques, like art history. Yeah, because like professors would be like, "Oh well, what what artists are you looking at? What movements are, like are you pulling from?" And I'm like. I don't know, like, I'm just, like, pulling this shit out of my ass. Like, I'm not, like, looking... Did anybody ask Andy Warhol what he was looking at? No. Yeah, like, why, like, let me be iconic in my own way. Like, I... Because we would also, like, get into those conversations of, like, um... Like, oh, why? why? is there not oh, really, like, a sense of... Yeah, like, why? Like, why are you doing this? But also, like, why hasn't there really been a sense of... I guess, like, within the period that we are in now of like contemporary art it doesn't really feel like a movement anymore Mm -hmm. and it's like because they always want us to like look reference and like look back at our history or like what were they doing and all that and like how are we using it but i was like if we keep constantly like recycling the same shit like why like it's not gonna like i feel like there's no moving forward from that i guess um and I, I don't know, that would just, like, always kind of, like, piss me off when they would be like, okay, well, what what people are you looking at? And I would kind of, like, have to force myself to, like, like artists and, like, their work. Because I'm like, well, I have to, like, make it seem like I'm, like, studying somebody. And, like, I would, like, find some artists that I like, but it wasn't... But that's kind of why I like Siobhan, though, because Siobhan didn't push that too much. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of sucks for you that you had a friend instead of Siobhan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because Siobhan was, like... And she would recommend people, but she wouldn't be like, oh, what are you looking at? Well, look at this, look at this, look at this. Yeah. And then also, like, you had it online, so that sucks even more. Because yeah. Siobhan was there for us. So, like, but it, I feel it's, like, a little too late. <laughs> but still, like, I mean, I don't know, like, what artists before would take inspiration from their environment. Like, the reason, like, impressionists were so impressionable (laughs) impressive (laughs) is because they painted you know plain air it was like the first time anybody could paint plain air like why can't we just paint from our own experience or whatever but i think that like in the end though like it's never just our own experience it's stuff that we're seeing every day like i brought up warhol like his stuff said advertising yeah advertising everywhere like that's an aesthetic in itself like very graphic and stuff and 
like you can take inspiration from anywhere like you're supposed to just convey your experience not somebody else's yeah. how am i supposed to know fucking Salvador dali's bullshit yeah, like I don't know what was going on in his head, like because that—that's the thing. Probably like, some we can misogynist, only, fascist shit. Yeah, like, we can only like, I mean, unless like other contemporary, like his own contemporaries, or like people that studied with him, like write about him. Like, there's like no really like other firsthand accounts because like, how are we supposed to know like what they were thinking? Like, we can only interpret their work. By, like, and the only reason visually. we know also, though, is because other people were willing to write about them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, eh, I don't know. We have to make our own networks and our yeah. own, like, stuff. And see, I was like, that's why I wanted to do the podcast. Because it's like, you like you go to museums, you go to, like, shows and stuff. And, like, what? There's only, like, that little, like, plaque. And, like, you don't get to talk to the artist. You don't get to, like, like that's, like... Especially one... if they're dead. Yeah, and, like, that's, like, one thing that I really, like, wanted... To, like, figure out, like, what sort of, like, platform can you do to, like, really, like, hear from the artist. And obviously, like, hearing their own voice, like, hearing them talk about it, I think, is really nice. And, I mean, I guess it's also talking about, like, accessibility because it's, like, now I have, like, the Instagram account. Like, if I, like, use it to promote their own accounts, like, people... And, like, if the artists that are guests, like, are open enough to, like, have people, like, reach out to them if they're willing to network and, like, um, do, like, business that way, I think that's like really nice other than like going to a gallery and like having it be like fancy schmancy people and it's like oh well i don't know them like kiss their booties and be like please be on my podcast sir (laughs) exactly (laughs) like i there's no like i don't know it's not personable Mm -hmm. that way like those sort of like groups of people are not like some of them are probably but it's just hard and it's like i think that's what Instagram afforded all of us for a while, mm-hmm. even though the fucking it fucking sucks. Now, right now. ugh, dude, on a, like all these like fucking sponsored posts, like I I like barely see like people I actually follow now. I mean, like I have a lot of I follow a lot of people. I'm just like follow. <laughs> I like there's a follow, so it's like I'm like at six dozen people. Oh I my follow, god! And I'm like, I mean, I don't know whether I follow them or not at this point. <laughs> like I might follow them, and I haven't seen them in years. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, I think the internet has made it easier to reach out to people, but it's just, like, I don't know, like, Siobhan really emphasized, like, oh, you have to show up, like, you have to show up, you have to go to openings and this and that, but it's, like, in order to survive, I have to have a day job, Siobhan, like, and it's, like, a job, like, that, that entails, like, customer service or something like that is not gonna be free on like a fucking Saturday or a Sunday or you know what yeah. or a Friday even like when the openings are so it's like it was a little inaccessible yeah and it's like you could still show up but that does not mean that you're gonna be welcomed it does not mean that like they're gonna accept you like that's the thing about me working at or worked at the art gallery that I will not name. But fuck that place. Because, like, there I was thinking, like, okay, like, this is, like, okay, yeah. Opening it's just, doors. You're going to go somewhere. It's yeah. Like an opportunity. Like, yeah, it was just a retail job. Like, I'm not, like, a gallery assistant. I'm not, like, anywhere up there. But it's, like, okay, like, I'm, like, meeting people. I'm, like, putting myself in that space. But it was, like, fucking painful the entire time. And clearly I ended up having to quit over fucking racial discrimination probably but i mean allegedly allegedly (laughs) classism allegedly yeah 
we'll just say that. But like, like it fucking sucked because here was like the fucking president of the gallery, like thinking that I was having a bad attitude when I just happened to have a more punk edge way of dressing, you know, like a little bit of an RBF. Yeah. (laughs) How was he supposed to know? I had a mask on. Whatever. (laughs) Um, And it's like, there I was like thinking like, oh, like this is like my foot in the door. And then they were like, um, he really didn't like your attitude. You look like you didn't want to be there. I'm like, I don't, but (laughs) that's not the point. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I think it's, I was, I don't know. I mean, it's hard, like, thinking, like, oh, well, like, the spaces that I want to be in, like, don't really exist, or they're hard to find, so we, like, really have to, like, build it from the ground up, and, like, Or, like, you know, they're so in demand that you don't have a chance. Yeah. Ugh. It's so... I hate it here! (laughs) (laughs) New name of the podcast, I hate it here! (laughs) On our new segment. (laughs) A little segment. Um, I'm on. I hate it here. (laughs) Oh my! Oh, I had. Oh, actually, let me look that up. I had um, um, Lola. She was our first guest that Mm -hmm. people really liked. What was we had like some titles for other little? Oh, (laughs) we had a. (laughs) We had two segments. We had a shut up segment, which is like basically along the same heart of like I hate it here. It was just talking about shit we don't like or people we don't like and we're just like shut up and our other <laughs> segment would be trauma <laughs> all the awful traumas that we artists go through and we end oh up oh my god just... that meme have you seen it Which like one? what artists like what people think artists are inspired by and it's this guy with his easel out in nature and oh yeah like and then another <laughs> what we're actually inspired by a kid about to get his ass beat <laughs> my paintings from are all the times that I was hit with the belt. No! <laughs> with the chunk. No! <laughs> my mom only like hit me like once or twice. Ooh. And it was like misinterpreted. Well, I don't know. The first time it was weird because I was playing with my nephew and like it like I was bouncing him on my hips mm-hmm. and it looked wrong to them. Oh. And so I got my Ooh. ass beat and I was like <laughs> I don't know why I just got my ass beat. And like later That's on the worst when you like, don't know about it. I was like I don't know what that was. And then, like, later on, like, I think I was pouring up, like, I was pouring some soda for myself, and I spilled it, and my dad was, like, mad at me. He just, like, nicked me in the arm, and he walked away. And then my mom, for some reason, was so mad that that happened, she chased me around the house, <laughs> and I had some really... It's even worse. <laughs> right? I don't know why she was so mad at me, and I had, like, some really thick short je- jean shorts on, so, like, she spanked me, and I didn't feel it, but it was emotional. <laughs> Those are, like, the two things that, like, could go wrong, like, when they, like, want it beat your ass it's like if you keep running away and if they hit you and you're like it didn't hurt and then they're like <laughs> i didn't say that but it hurt i emotion- would <laughs> it hurt emotionally because oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like the second time ever oh my god actually the last time she never hit me after oh, that or before that I'm much so well so my cool. mom did not hold back <laughs> I the amount of ass whoopings i got <laughs> When I was little, I was probably ass whooped a lot, but I don't remember any of it. I don't know oh. if it was because maybe it was that <laughs> dramatic, <laughs> and I don't remember it. But I think like it was because like my dad takes offense really easily, and mm. I would like kind of mock him to like make mm-hmm. him play with me, mm-hmm. and like he would like be like fucking disrespectful little piece of shit, like but in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of shit. I don't want kids. No kids. I have me. four cats. That is. 
enough children. You have four cats? I do have four cats. Yeah. I don't know. My husband wants cats, but now I'm thinking about my plants, and I'm like, I don't know if I want cats. Oh. <laughs> Some, it's funny, because my cats don't really do anything. There's, like, two plants in particular that only one cat likes, and he'll, like, nibble on the leaf, but that's, like, the extent of them. Like, they don't really pay attention to I think to some them. of these are probably bad for cats. Oh, <laughs> uh, in that case. <laughs> probably die. We're like, all right, I mean, that's what he gets. Maybe the other one will learn from the other one dying. <laughs> At this point, the plants count as kids, too. You know, all the effort that you have to take care of them. Like I said, I couldn't even take care of the easiest plant. So let's... I don't need more responsibility. I could barely take care of myself. Um, struggling. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It feels fulfilling, but yeah, like it's not as bad as having an animal. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got something's got to give. <laughs> Either you take care of your cats or you take care of plants. Not yeah. both. In this economy, I, I don't think so. Honestly, uh, cats are already. I mean, other than just like making sure they got their shots and stuff, but like getting them food and litter is like so expensive. Am I right? And for four, I'm like. Oh my god. How do you have four cats? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> it was like, and it's so weird because I had two to begin with, but like a few months later, because two of them are strays, I just like mm-hmm. took them in. Um, one, like the first stray, she like came in, she just never left. She's like, this is my She's house like, this now. Is it. I yeah. Now, beach. Yeah. And it was them for like a really long time. But simultaneously, like around that same time, there was another stray cat, but he would like never. Like, no se arrimaba. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't let him... Like, he, I could tell that he was, like, very... Abused. Trump, yeah, abused by people. But, like, he would... Like, once I would wait, like, he would, like, He's go like eat and stuff. Yeah. And it was, like... I would, like, feed... I fed him for, like, five years mm-hmm. until maybe, our, like, a year and a half ago. I, like, finally, like, caught him and, like, brought him in. And he's been inside ever since. You wrangled him. Yeah! And you're like, you're mine now! <laughs> yeah, and he's, like, My never cat. left. Yeah, now he, like, does not want to go outside. Like, sometimes uh-huh. I, I'll let them out in the backyard for a little bit, mm-hmm. and he'll, like, sit on the steps, but once he sees me, like, go inside, he's like, he's, like, he's like, you are not leaving me outside. <laughs> he's like, you're not tricking me. Yeah. I know. He's like, I'm staying here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, but once I took him in, there was, like, a big difference between taking three care of, like, three cats to four. So, like, this is a lot. I was like... Does your mom like them? Yeah. It's weird because, like, normally I feel like Mexicans hate cats. Mm. Well, it's definitely, like, weird to begin with because we grew up having dogs. And then the four that I have, none of them were, like, my first cats. We had another cat um, at first that passed away. And it was, like, a stray cat. We're just catching strays over here. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, he, like, was so loved, like, by my family. They were just like, oh, like, we really like cats. And, like, they're just, like, easier to take care of than Than dogs, dogs. which is really nice. Like, I'm definitely, like, a cat person. Like, I love dogs, but, like, they're just easy to take care of. I have, have, like, the personality of a cat. I'm just like, leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone, but give me attention. Yeah. (laughs) Don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. Know my existence. Don't forget about me or I'll set you on fire. (laughs) I will commit arson. I will commit arson. Do not leave me. To show you that I love you. (laughs) You're like, see, now we can find somewhere else to be together. Absolutely psychotic. See, that's a Leo. I'm just being a lion, being a cat. Being a big cat. I don't know. Like, I think, like, it's just about emotionally investing. Mm. And, like, I'm just, like, sometimes I'm just, like, I'm too tired. I am too tired. 
Yeah. So, like, I really pick who I invest in yeah. emotionally. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> and I'm going to invest in myself. I mean, you, you, not you. <laughs> <laughs> this is so no. tiring. And it's like, some people really, like... I mean, I don't mind... I don't blame people sometimes, but it's like... Like, I, I was so fr- freely giving away of my attention mm-hmm. and, like, kind of devotion for a long time as mm-hmm. a younger person that I've learned boundaries. Oh, you're telling me, girl. I'm, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> it's so Ooh. hard. I'm still learning. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to be your friend. But, like... <sighs> yeah, I... Uh, girl, I'll be falling in love with people left and right. So I, I, I definitely feel that. I... Yeah. I don't so easily fall in love, but like uh when I get in, when I get obsessed, I get obsessed. Um, <laughs> I feel it. Oh. Are we crazy? <laughs> or is it, am I the drama? <laughs> am I the drama? Scarlet. I know. Am I the drama? I'm definitely the drama. I really <laughs> definitely feel like she was eliminated too early that season, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's like um like another thing boundaries um, like boundaries. oh my god like you know Siobhan was talking about like oh you need to show up you need to be there you need to go out there you need to reach out but I'm like uh, I'm so can. emotionally spent yeah I'm worn down to the nub I gotta Siobhan. socialize and Siobhan was like you need a break and I'm like you know what I've been taking a break for the past couple months and it still doesn't feel like my break is should be over at all like yeah <laughs> it's like I didn't even, or at least for me I don't even feel like breaks no I just like if it's not one thing, it's another. So, I'm like, oh, always losing my train of thought. Like, why can't I be an heiress where I don't have to work? <gasps> why Imagine? can't I have a sugar daddy? <laughs> I don't want a sugar daddy because oh. that implies I have to put out or something. Oh, I want a sugar daddy who doesn't want any sugar. Right? <laughs> just gives me money. <laughs> just like, a, like somebody out there with money that just takes pleasure in making things happen for me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is that so much to ask? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Uh, oh my god that that Kim Kardashian thing she said about people oh, up off their ass I was like you don't know me Kim you don't know me I've been up off my ass Kim my ancestors want me to rest your ancestors been resting oh girl <laughs> I just mm-hmm. I don't know how much thought I've put into like formulating an opinion on the Kardashians. Well, like, but I'm okay, just like, so, like, I don't watch the shows. I'm not yeah, interested in watching them. Yeah, I don't them, either. But I follow this Instagram page called <laughs> Kardashian Colloquium, and they, like, formally, like, scholastically, philosophically analyze them. <laughs> and I'm like, this is good. <laughs> yeah, like, that, like, I find them interesting not in like what they do but like in in their impact like, yeah they have a huge impact they're very influential and like this girl said like you know maybe that's just a move for on her part for like uh her target in the future which is probably political yeah and i'm like oh no oh shit and, like, i'm like oh fuck she is studying law like oh shit you know fuck but yeah, yeah so it's like i mean they, they literally have like a huge impact i i don't think their products are good I don't think anything they do is okay. I mean, like, Kardashian. Kim is looking good, but still, yeah. like, she has money to look good. Yeah. Like, she literally has a whole team. Like, she's like, get up off your ass and work. Like, it's easy to say that when you have literally a team behind you every time you get the fuck up off your bed. Yeah. And they're, um... You don't have to raise a fucking finger to cook for yourself. You don't have to fucking take care of your own kids. 
Yeah. You can spend time with them, but you don't need to, like, be taking care of them, feeding them, working for them, you know? Yeah. And there was also... I, like, briefly saw that there was, like, an interview or, like, an excerpt or something. I think... I, like, mixed up the other two, but I think it was Chloe? Is she the blonde one? I think so. Is that her? Uh, the bit, the okay. taller I think blonde it, yeah, one? Yeah, The her. one that everybody gets cri- cri- criticizes for being thick, even though she was, oh, like, not. Yeah. Her, she was, like, saying something about, like, always, like, supporting women and, like, not blaming them for, like, men's, like, mistakes or, like, some shit like that along the line. But, yet she was the one who fucking berated, what is her name, like, Jordan Woods for, like, having her husband, like, cheat on her with Jordan or something. Hmm. Yeah. I (laughs) I was like, I don't need to, like... I like how we got into this conversation about people we have no idea about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like someone said something girl it's all cheese man i'm like did you hear <laughs> like yeah but anyways but. so yeah like they're like oh yeah they're like i'm not about slut shaming or women doing things for themselves but then they turn around and do the same thing yeah and obviously very publicly so i'm just like girl like if you gonna talk your shit be about like, it <laughs> nobody's infallible i guess in the end yeah like who was i really does dis- i'm really disappointed in a lot of people but i was disappointed in Fuck, there's this guy who was, was it a guy who was disappointed? No, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it's just like it's easy to get disappointed in people you feel like you relate and like you relate to, to like a deep level. Yeah. Like because of their art or because of their work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like at, in high school, I used to really like H.P. Lovecraft, but he's a fucking racist. Oh, yeah. Or like, uh, <laughs> it's not, that's a thing. It's like, it's not hard. To not be a piece of shit. And yet, here you are fucking... <laughs> Being a... Ra- oh, my God. Okay, so I was really disappointed in, like... Because, I mean, I don't know. I guess you shouldn't have a favorite president, even if you're brown. Especially if you're brown. But, like, I used to really like Theodore Roosevelt and stuff like that. And then I was, he was into eugenics. Oh. And I'm like, oh, ugh. fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I'm like, you know, fuck all of them. Yeah. Even, like, fuck all of them. Even Obama. Yeah. He's half white. But Sorry, Obama. <laughs> so <I> guess, like, <laughs> so he ain't gonna like, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> listen to me alienating the white audience. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Which is like probably like two people, but I mean, if it's the two people that I'm thinking about, they're they, they cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but what I was gonna say in speaking of like supporting like women and all that, I was like, I always bring up this story and I feel like Every time I say, I'm like, this is the last time I'm going to say it because it's like, I need to like get it out of my chest, out of my mind. And I keep, keep freaking bringing it up. And keep then I'm bringing like, it, up. it just Do like it. irks me to this day. Because this happened back in like 2018. But there was this professor. She was not tenured. She was just kind of like a guest professor like that semester in the mm-hmm. spring. Mm-hmm. And she fucking probably hated my guts. Like at that, that semester was the first semester I came back from Italy and... I was still very stuck on, like, sort of, I don't know, like, Renaissance ideals, but, like, speaking about the church, and but also more in terms of, like, punishment for, like, what people have done, because, like, at that time, like, my work was, like, still very dark, still very much blatantly about, like, sexual assault and, like, being victimized and all that, and I, this was, I think, like, like, an intermediate drawing class or whatever, and at that point, I, like, 
was very ahead of the game in terms of like I want to create a body of work like I know what I'm doing and it kind of like a lot of people in that class they were just kind of like still just figuring doing the fucking assignment yeah they were still figuring things out but like for me like I looked ahead like at the like syllabus I'm like okay like I want to like create this for this and this and this and this. exactly like I was like thinking ahead in that and this was also the time where Brett Kavanaugh was going to court so it was very like on edge about these things and Honestly, I don't even remember the prompts of the assignments anymore, mm-hmm. but, like, for one of the projects, um, I had this, like, split image of, like, a couple kissing, but the way I split it, the top half looked like the guy was, like, caressing her and, like, kissing mm-hmm. her, but the bottom half, it looked like he was, like, actually choking her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of, like, me thinking about how, like, men will assault women after they get after rejected. They don't. Yeah, after they get rejected or, like, whatever. Um, oh you stuck a bitch (laughs) yeah and I like I like explained this to her and I think and like I think the image was just pulled from like vintage Mm -hmm. ads and stuff because I wanted that like aesthetic yeah and she like but before I told her that she was like oh is this like another one of your little boyfriends or whatever and then she was just like oh like is this another me too piece and she was like like with air quotes like a me too piece like like and completely like invalidating it and i was just like yeah it is and then she was just like oh like can't you like like paint trees or something like do a landscape i'm like i was like if you're gonna criticize me like at least give me like actual critique of like oh maybe try this not completely that's so fucking stupid because like the reason you go into art or the reason you're teaching art the reason you're doing art at all is to make a comment on something yeah like what the fuck is your work about exactly and like every critique she would drag the fuck out of me like she would like specifically spend like 10 15 minutes like just fucking like just like you did to me (laughs) no seriously that shit was emotional like my husband and my roommate hate him girl like i would be in the fucking kitchen crying (laughs) and my fucking roommate was like oh my god like he would watch me cry before class and he was like (laughs) it was rough i and i think that class like i had that class like first thing in the morning so it was like fucking awful and like she would like very much like set me apart from like the rest of the class and it would like make the whole class uncomfortable because it was very clear what she was doing and I was like what the fuck like but I like stood my ground I'm like well I'm gonna still fucking make this work like and like and that's the thing she would like fucking berate me and yet I would still get an A on the assignments and I was just like okay like I got a B in in Yuji's class yeah and I'm like (laughs) why do you like what do you like fucking get off on like fucking intimidating and like yelling at me so I was like okay like whatever and then a few Years later, I think it was, like, last year, I saw that there was, like, a... I think it was, like, in the LA Times, like, an interview with her. And she was just like, oh, because I grew up, like, in the 60s and 70s, I saw that, like, how women were treated. I'm really much about, like, always, like, supporting women. I'm like, you fucking bitch. Like, that's, like, one thing, like, if you don't like women for, like, whatever she did to you or whatever. But I was like, you're gonna fucking invalidate me, especially, like for experiencing shit like her out for that oh girl the way i like was so upset and i just like and like she's like had work at like mocha and like all this other stuff i'm this fucking bitch like is obviously in these spaces and she's like treating me like that here's the fucking kicker because that that semester that we had with daniel that was like my first time having him Mm -hmm. and he did like one-on-one meetings with people like mostly with people he hadn't worked with at the beginning of the i feel like i know where this is going (laughs) he like (laughs) girl (laughs) flat twist he like so this is the first time i'm working with him and he was like oh he's like have you worked with so and so and i was like 
yeah, why? And he's like, why do you sound like that? And I was like, and I told him, like, all the shit that she fucking put me through. I was like, I fucking hate her guts. Like, we did not get along. And he's like, oh, that's very surprising. because But he's like, I recognize your work because she would always bring it up to me and give you high regards, praise you so much. I'm like, ah! <laughs> this bitch! Like, I was so fucking shook. I'm like, ah. call him out 2022. <laughs> <laughs> call her ass out. And I'm coming for your fucking neck. <laughs> Let's get to her. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. For, for legal reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> I'm also winking. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Just, yeah, I was like, girl, I didn't even know what to say after him telling me that, like, you were that like, he, that, because I, had, like I said, I had never worked with him before. Like, I, obviously have never shown him my work and he the fact that well, he rec- constantly showing each other our work yeah but the fact that he like already recognized mm-hmm. my work because like someone else like had praised it so much the one fucking person who like put you through shit yeah i was like and like people and i've told people like this story and they're always like oh well, like it's always like professors that like they're trying to push you yeah they're trying to push you or like they see so much potential and i'm like you did not have to fucking traumatize the shit out of me you do not have to invalidate me that's exactly what people tell me when i talk about yuji they're like oh well he's just being tough because he sees potential i'm sorry that you went through a pow camp and that you were traumatized by your own professors <laughs> that doesn't mean i have to go through a pow camp and be traumatized by my professors yeah. like it's the same thing like in the concept of like an apprenticeship or whatever like you don't i mean like sure you have to pay your dues or whatever but yeah. that doesn't mean that you have to negate people's humanity just so you can help them yeah <laughs> I fucking uh, to this day like this is ha- this happened in 2018 and it still fucking bugs me to this day I always thought I was like if I like talk about it like I'll get over it but I don't like it like that's like one thing that just fucking irks me like my entire like it, like one experience of my entire college career that I just like can't like cause that's I, I think it's just so specific but like that's just the kind of shit that like those kind of people will do just to fucking like get you to work or like make you think about things. I'm like, you don't have to be. A- it's not hard to not be a shitty person, people. It's like, not hard to treat people well or treat people with like. I mean, you could still be a hard ass and be a good person. Yeah. Like my mentor at Cypress College, like she was a she wasn't a dick. Yeah. She was obviously she's my mentor. I call her my mentor. Because she was always very supportive, but she never, like, told, like, kissed my boo-boos or anything. Mm -hmm. She was all like, you know what? Like, you have to work hard. She was like, I worked hard, too. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I mean, like, obviously it was a little easier for people to be able, like, she was like, I paid for college on my credit card. (laughs) But she also acknowledged the fact that we can't do that anymore. (laughs) So, like, I mean, it doesn't take much to be compassionate. Yeah. It doesn't take much to, like not be an asshole like in my experience in college and art school like we've always been compared up against ourselves Mm -hmm. but ug would never compare you up against yourself he would be like your peers uh, (laughs) not even just your peers fucking michelangelo fucking Raphael, like like all that shit yes i was like why can't i draw like fucking michelangelo get out of here we're not in the fucking i don't even know what he was getting paid to do that i know i'm not getting paid to do this doing this shit for free and it ain't worth it (laughs) exactly like jesus christ like i have a job besides this like dude so yeah 
Trauma. <laughs> Trauma. I should make a painting about you, G. Just kidding. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like that's how, like, why we're also, like, so just, like, emotionally and mentally exhausted after graduating. I'm like, I have not fucking picked up a paintbrush in months. Like, I barely did a drawing. And, like, it wasn't even a full-on drawing. It was just a sketch, like, last week. I just can't. I think if it wasn't for tattooing, I wouldn't be making any drawings. And, like, I think that's just the thing, because I want... Because I don't want to, like, constantly have to think about, like, well, let me make a piece and hope it's good enough to, like, put it in, like, a show or an art fair or a gallery Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, I want to make work because I like the the act of making a piece and, like, Mm -hmm. working through it and stuff. Because it is fun. It is enjoyable, you know? Um, Uh But, like, after... Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Like, chronic neck and back pain and all that. (laughs) But it's also, like, now, having gone through schooling, it's, like, now you have, like, all their voices in their head. At least for me, like, Mm -hmm. I can't, like, enjoy making a piece right now because I'm still, like constantly hearing the critiques in my head like oh well like I can't like well, I'm just grateful that I didn't fucking have Fran for, <laughs> for caps like I had her for one class and like she put me through hell Ooh, girl. like I had her for two classes that semester and like it was okay and like she did make me look at things differently and I did start approaching things differently because she was really like jamming in like multimedia Rita multimedia like mm-hmm. found objects do this and I'm like okay fine you're right but I hate you yeah <laughs> I hate you for it I don't know, it's just like, that's, that's like one thing that I did have, like, that I did experience with her when people were saying, like, oh, well, like, like, sometimes professors are just rough because, like, they see the potential and, like, blah, blah, blah. The first time I had her, um, I did not know what the fuck I was doing, um, mm-hmm. and I, like, was very clear on that because it was, like, she was kind of, like, you know, pushing abstraction and stuff. I'm, like, I'm clearly, like, not that person to even I'm try so, because I'm... I'm so, so glad we're he- we were there at this moment, though, because, like, they it seems like the previous classes were really pushed either in, like, form or abstraction. Mm, yeah, they, they tend to do that. And so, mm-hmm. like, I... And I'm, like, also, like, stubborn as fuck. So I'm, like, mm-hmm. you tell me to do something, I'm gonna not do it just because you told me to do it. <laughs> um, and... And yeah, and like at one point, like during one of the projects, she was like, do you even know what you're doing? Like, and more not just in a project sense, but in a like general sense. sense of like my art. Ouch. And I was like, what? I was Ouch. like, yeah. I was like, um, no, I don't because you're fucking making me do abstraction, which is not the shit that I want to do. Exactly. But then once we did cap, like once I had like caps with her, she loved my work. And I'm like, well, if you had let me make this like in the other class because I know what I'm doing <laughs> when I'm like making the work that I want you know so I'm like maybe you had her for that drawing class because that's what she mm-hmm. was really pushing yeah she had like all these prompts and like they were very specific so it's kind of hard to like break away from that mm-hmm. and like I was yeah, being I stubborn well so, in that class yeah I was like what the fuck? I mean I was kind of like I did okay like towards the end I did I made that of. shelf for that class she was like Meh. <laughs> oh that's right I loved that piece I yeah she didn't it. like it well uh, at this point, I know who even fucking cares. But I did um, towards the end of that class. I did like very much like conceptual work. Like I did like a video of myself like putting makeup on and like reciting these words, and I like overlapped in. It. It's like all like aesthetics and stuff. And I, I haven't posted like on my Instagram, but um, I was like I thought that was cool. And I did like another piece where like I had other people like because of course I'm like doing like self portraits and like 
sort of like the way like people perceive me mm-hmm. and so I had a piece um where I had people like describe me or like mm-hmm. tell me like anecdotes of like the things that they remember about me and I wrote it um and then like did like with masking fluid so that like the words mm-hmm. would be like mm-hmm. sort of like reversed when I painted over them mm-hmm. And then I, like, recited them, but I recited them, like, by dragging, like, my lips along the page, like, with lipstick and stuff. And, like, Mm. it was, like, all this, like, weird, like, in my head. Like, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, conceptually it makes sense in your head, but then you look at the piece and you're, like, oh, like, this is so, like, out there and, like, obviously, like, not Mm -hmm. my work. But she, like, loved it. And I was, like, I'm never doing this again. (laughs) Her stuff is impressive, though. Like, when I, like, okay, so I never really took her or Marie much. I didn't take Marie at all. Like, uh, the semester I took color theory, she was on sabbatical. And I think a grad student was teaching it at the time. And, like, I think it was my first semester there. So it was, like, 2016. Oh, okay. Because, like, I started 2016, and then I took uh, four semesters off to do my apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. So that was that long ago. But, yeah, I kind of feel good that I didn't, though, because, like, <laughs> um, I have a professor that I'm friends with now from, like, Cyprus. And she's like, yeah, you can recognize people from Long Beach's stuff. Oh, shit. But, no, but like, a lot of people say that, too, though. They're all yeah. like, my, my friend who's from Dominguez Hills, he was like, you can recognize people from Long Beach because their stuff is actually good. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he said Dominguez Hills, and he's That's like, so yeah. so funny. Because they don't really push, like, formalism or anything oh. much. And I think that, begrudgingly, that has to do with UG. Yeah. But still, like, um... We know a friend is pretty tough too, tough too with like life painting, life drawing. And not yeah. friend, fucking Siobhan. Mm-hmm. Like, but still, like, I don't know. Like, people are like, I can tell it's from there because people's stuff looks like Marie's, looks like Fran's mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm so yeah. glad I didn't like have to do that. Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, like, sure, that stuff's neat and stuff, but like, eh. yeah. And it is, I'm like, this is not us talking shit. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not because it's like, this is like, obviously, like, it's not something. what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, it's just not it for us and I think that's why I got labeled as stubborn because I just didn't mm-hmm. I didn't stick to what they wanted me to do and like I I wasn't thinking about the things that they wanted us to discuss and stuff I'm like it does not matter to me like I'm not gonna fucking start to implement these things in my work if in the long run I'm gonna end up taking them out and like mm-hmm. I if like that's what you're about yeah and I was like if they wanted me to implement it so much I'm gonna see it as a project I'm not gonna see it as a body of work it's just like process versus content you know there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that like care more about process or people that care more about content or I feel like I'm in between like I do like process Mm -hmm. and like other people don't like process they're more about like you know getting it done yeah what would we process 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think when I think for me it's hard to like think about process your stuff is, like, because so I'm, highly rendered. That's why. Yeah. And it's not... I don't know. I guess, like, there is, like, interesting things about my process. But, like, I don't document it. So it's hard for me to, like, talk about it or even, like, post about it. And I don't like posting things that are, like, half done. I'm, like... I don't like showing, like, yeah, progress things. So I I'm get just, that. Like, I'm, I, like, oh, somebody's gonna fucking talk shit. Like, yeah. I feel that way a little bit with tattooing. Because I'm, like, fuck, what if, like, I really suck at this or I'm doing this wrong? Like... But in, like, the tattoo world's, like, much harder because, like, people really will talk shit. They will not hesitate to talk yeah. shit. But, like, when it comes to process, when it comes to art, I don't think it's that bad. Like, 
I don't know. Maybe you should try to start doing that. Maybe just for yourself initially. Yeah. And then after And that. I know people like it. I mean, like, not just as artists, like, like being peers and, like, oh, like, let's see, like, we, what you're working on and stuff. But I've had friends that aren't artists who, like, um... Like, oh, I really enjoy watching you paint. Yeah, like, they want to see sort of, like, the behind-the-scenes part of it, too. And I was like, okay, well, like, there's no really, like artists where it's like it's like you go to their page and it's all just their final work or like there's other ones where they like post like every single Nothing piece process yeah and i was like i actually like both so why do i like feel the need to like have it, it so <laughs> yeah to hide it and i'm like that's also the perfectionist in me and i'm like i don't want you guys to see that i'm a mess <laughs> part of me that i like part of the reason i don't often do that is also because like i might stop and never pick it up again <laughs> <laughs> you're like remember that one piece yeah, i never finished it i never went back to it yeah. Stuff like that, I'll just post on my story. And then, like, that's why I was like, you can't, like, you don't have proof that I, like, posted it. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, you imagined it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it just depends on your attachment to your work because I feel a little more angsty about making work or feel angsty when I'm making work. So mm-hmm. it's, like, that whole, like, fight club of I wanted to destroy something beautiful. Yeah. Something. I <laughs> that's know. what it felt like <laughs> to destroy something beautiful. God. And this is just... Like, it's a good movie, but now it's just taking on such a douchey yeah. thing. Like, like the fucking Dark Knight one. Like, the fucking Dark Knight oh. Batmans. It's like, uh, fucking neck beards. <laughs> no offense to people who have neck beards, but I'm just talking about a specific milady. Oh. Milady. <laughs> if you're listening, get up and take a shower. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Cancel Rita 2022. <laughs> she hates neck beards. <laughs> Sorry, I know you have no control over your genetics. <laughs> it's not. It's not talking shit. It's communicating. <laughs> communicating a very specific opinion. <laughs> exactly. go right now like I'm thinking like I will bring back like the black and white patterns or something mm-hmm. but I don't know like I, just, I, I do really love the body part things that I was doing mm-hmm. and they're like but why like my like Daniel really didn't really like my altered gold stuff <laughs> like, I mean, he liked it Scandalous. but like he just like he was like why he's like they don't stand alone like he, these individual pieces don't oh. stand alone and that's what he like that was his they don't have them. to i don't think so like I mean, not and, everything and, and has I feel like to they kind of do stand alone yeah but, like, not everything <laughs> has to see like that's that's where i find some of their arguments not really but I mean, like, the reason that Daniel is a real one, too, because in the end, he was all like, none of this will matter. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> he was like, none of this is going to matter. You can go out and do whatever you want. So, yeah. like, I just had an idea. What? Like, a swirl with, like, an eye in it. Ooh. Like, one of those small pieces that I made, but mm-hmm. with swirls instead of the gold. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I know so many that that like reminds oh my gosh of like the million sketchbooks that I have and like all these ideas that like never come into fruition. Like, I have some old sketchbooks. Let me see if I can find them that I never finished. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Dude, this closet is like 
closet to um throw back to all the like 80s 90s like early 2000 kids oh no the um zabumafu oh no i've never watched it i know what you're talking about oh well to those who haven't watched it and those who have they huh yeah the lemur but there's like in their little like tree hut little cabin thing there's like a closet in the show and every time they open it they're like, no, don't open it. And they open it, and there's, like, the sound of an avalanche, and literally, like, everything falls out. And, like, that's how my closet is. There's just, like, a bunch of if shit you look at that closet, that's literally... And that closet, too. <laughs> like... Ooh, some old stuff. Well, this is, like, a... Kind of, like, an exquisite corpse thing. Oh, okay. That's obviously Hannibal. <laughs> Ooh. Damn, this is, like, old. I have always been obsessed with llamas. <laughs> yeah. Balloons. I was so into balloons, but it's Terry McPherson's fault. Oh, these are so good. <laughs> it's Terry McPherson's fault. And this is another. I didn't do yeah. it. It was more exquisite corpse stuff. Yeah. I think I drew this, and then they did this. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. That's another part. I always say, I was like, all of y'all are probably tired of me, like, saying this, but I don't have the practice of, of sketch sketching. Me neither. Sketchbooks. It's this so hard. This is, like, probably a couple of years that it took me to make this. I'm yeah, not joking. Like, I think so this has hard. notes from my first semester, uh, like, Long Beach, and this is, like, what is this? Yeah, this is probably for, like, notes. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, like it's not because I'm still like a perfectionist in that way. I was like, I want every page to be its own little masterpiece mm-hmm. or like little neat like drawings. And then like sometimes like I'll just like I won't have anything on me, but I have to write something down, and it'll become like a notepad. And then mm-hmm. like there's more drawings, and suddenly it becomes a diary, and it's like accumulation of like all these things. I and I end up not liking it. I end up not liking it because I was like, no, like people want like ask me like, oh, let me see a sketchbook, and it's like all this like personal stuff. Ooh, that's really cool. This is actually um, a tattoo I got that I have on my thigh. Oh, cute. Um, and it's, like, all these, like, things. And I'm just, like, oh, like, I want it to be, like, this, like, really cool, like, I don't know. I'm too much of a perfectionist for that. But, like, I mean, I know people like to see it because I know I like to see it. And, like, sometimes when I've gone, um, not just to shows, but, like, these sort of um, retro what is it retrospects of like mm-hmm. artists and it has like their entire career and like there's like glass cases and it'll have the um, drummer from uh from dresden's dolls i oh bumped my, into him and you I only have a sketch minute. Minute. <laughs> i was like yes i know me like and like i love seeing um there was an exhibition of Guillermo del Toro a few years ago oh, at, at LACMA. LACMA. Yeah. And it has like his sketchbooks and it has just like little notes like that. Like it'll have like random notes and then just like some sketches. And I'm like, I I'm literally love just writing this. about making art. That's yeah. it. I'm like, all right, so what am I going to do now? Yeah. And, and it's then... just like, it does not have to be so thought out. That's what a sketchbook is for. But here I am like, Agonizing. it has to be, yeah, it has to be perfect. And like, and I do like sketch in a sense like when I'm making a piece of work, but I do mm-hmm. it like on the iPad. So like, I don't have like I loved that piece um I don't have like the initial sketch um and like sort of like the process in that gets lost because Mm -hmm. it's just layering 
mm-hmm. on the iPad. Um, and I just like end up finishing the piece digitally and then I end up just recreating it. Um, I had like a canvas. vendetta against digital stuff for a while because like right up because in high school I was so obsessed with graphic design uh. I was obsessed <laughs> with websites and like making website making like layouts obviously because mm-hmm. I was Some in high school like, girl in you. <laughs> I am not lying like in vampire freaks like vampire freaks was my favorite because you could like do anything you fucking wanted yeah. to that page so like I was so into I was doing photoshop I was making people stuff uh. like for free like an idiot <laughs> and like uh and then like after high school like I found out that you had to do a lot of math to do like web design and all that stuff and like mm-hmm. be a programmer and I was like I can't do that fuck that I was like artists can't do math I was like I'm not touching a computer ever again and like it's literally been up till recently that I really got back into it and like I'd make collages on photoshop and stuff but my laptop that had photoshop is right there and it's dead <laughs> so like I'm like Fuck, like, I don't know. Uh, I'll make layouts and stuff, but now we'll just, like, print out my... Because of the process that I was making stuff recently, I just print out the image and trace it over and over and over and over and over and over. So, like, I don't know. I just feel more comfortable with, like, the physical reference. Mm. But I really needed to learn how to use my fucking iPad because I did not spend $2,000 on all that <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, once you, like get used to it i mean because i just use procreate on it i don't mm-hmm. know how to use photoshop but um it's just so much more convenient for me because i like will change my mind a lot the resizing and like mixing colors and stuff because like um that's another practice that i never really got used to or liked like doing thumbnail sketches and doing like doing like let's say like five thumbnail sketches and doing like little like color swatches on each one i'm like ah oh, that's too much i don't have the mental capacity to do that I right fucking now hate like i used to hate doing like like um rough drafts mm-hmm. like and writing in general i used to hate girl that. my rough draft was my final draft <laughs> <laughs> exactly so it's like thumbnails were like would not work for me but like that's why i figured it out like when with the papers and stuff or like i'll just like uh the tracing stuff has felt more like a, it's more expressionist than like people really think so mm-hmm. it's like yeah <laughs> i don't really do things in advanced either <laughs> yeah i'm just winging it like I'm like that's it <laughs> i thought it out that's yeah. it <laughs> take it or leave it what was i saying <laughs> we're talking about process sketchbooks you like to see it, but you don't like to do it oh yeah and like that's uh like one thing that i really like in some published books about artists is their is their writings mm-hmm. um there's um i think it's diaries of eva hess mm-hmm. um and it's just like this thick ass book and it's just like i mean kind of i'm like oh shit y'all just publishing her diary entries but it's just like so like and it doesn't have to be this like long page because i've done journaling and like stuff like that and it's like i'm like filling up at least like a page um, but it literally doesn't have to be like that. It could literally be just like one little thought, like one little sentence. It's literally two, my notes app. <laughs> yeah, like two little words, like stuff like that. And like I love reading that because sometimes it's like, oh my god, like I it just like humanizes them like even more. I'm like like as an art like from an mm-hmm. artist perspective. Where I'm like, oh my god, like I think the same thing like when I'm making work or like how I process things. Like, I think that's what's missing from like a lot of like the really famous artists, like the humanization mm-hmm. aspect. Like fucking everybody talks about Van Gogh and his fucking ear. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about Frida and her fucking eyebrows, but nobody like knows about what they went through mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
oh my god, the, the, there's this fucking internet picture everywhere where like not everywhere, but like it's it's literally Van Gogh driving this like <laughs> cut, like you know this convertible car and uh, in the passenger seat Wait, is Salvador Dali and then in the back is Frida Kahlo and then like the fucking I fucking hate that so much I was like what the fuck for once Frida Kahlo would like probably hated Salvador yeah. Dali she was probably like fuck that fascist and then like like Van Gogh that poor guy like they probably would have been like we're not letting his ass drive I know, I know. he will drive us off a cliff <laughs> <laughs> he will drive us off in the car real quick then he's, he's gonna be like do you guys love me no all right we're going off this cliff <laughs> yeah that's why i wanted the podcast like i want that sort of like emotional like, mental connection because it's just so like we're just all people i mean i hate people but like, yeah same like i just want like i don't know there's there's definitely that disconnect in the art that mm-hmm. it's like you can only talk about art so much and like what about the people who aren't artists and they're just i think this is you showing up though like you're like this is how i'm gonna show up like you know you're not gonna go kiss ass at a gallery but you're showing up this way yeah like talking about art on your own terms Mm -hmm. but also like oh you brought up earlier that i didn't want to forget to say like about like bending assignments to do what you want to do like i feel like a lot of people in school don't think that way like i started thinking that way like really early on like how can i turn this assignment into what i want to have like yeah i'm not gonna make like i'm gonna fucking hate this if i'm just doing what they want me to do like that's why there's that portrait like that david bowie thing like i fucking did that like the teacher was like make a portrait or something and i was like i'm gonna do david bowie that was like my first time doing gold leaf too so good and so it's like, um, people don't realize like just because it's an assignment doesn't mean that it has to be something that you don't want or like that you couldn't see yourself making. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like just because it's a still life doesn't mean that it can't be your favorite objects or it can't be something you're interested in looking at, or that can't be useful in your portfolio. Exactly. Because still lives are not useful for portfolios at all. Still lives are not useful for portfolios, kids. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm telling you. Nobody wants to see your oranges or your apples, you know? Yeah. Or make them interesting. Like, that's, like, one thing I remember that I struggled so much and why I hated still life. Because I was like, well, I don't have nice things. I don't have, like, all these fancy bottles. I don't have, like, a nice basket of, like, pretty fruits. But I was like, but I could put together a killer fucking... She she really could. But I'm like, I, I was like, I don't have, like, all these nice things. But I was like, what about, like, on, like, my vintage glasses and, like, my little knickknacks? Like, that in itself is already still life. Literally anything could kind of be, like, a still life. But mm-hmm. we're just so, like, conditioned to, like, make it look a certain way. Apples, and I'm like, just fucking spheres. do it. Like, I hate fucking painting and drawing fruits. <laughs> I like wearing them. I like fruit print clothes, but I don't like. Oh my god, you really like Chiquita Banana? Yeah! <laughs> well, um, what's her name? Um, I don't remember her name. Uh, Carmen Miranda. There you go. Love yeah. Her. I love her. The fruit headdress. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm like all that, but I was like, I don't like. There was this drag queen on like UK Drag Race, like uh, second season. Was it second or third? I don't remember. Is she she's Spanish, so mm-hmm. she had like a like a headdress kind of like that, but it was just a big huge pe- a big huge peach. Oh, it was like cute. a fucking peach. It's just like a fucking <laughs> orange and cute as fuck. I was like, yes. She goes by Teresa May. Cute. I love that. Me too. <laughs> but she's Spanish. So I'm like, mm, but she's cool though. <laughs> 
I'm the last person who should be making a podcast because I'd be forgetting what I'm saying. You were talking about still life and how you hate painting apples. Oh, yeah. There was something before that, though. Um... Oh, well. I'll remember later. <laughs> I interrupted you because I was like, all right, turn still lives into whatever. Uh, we were just talking about sketchbooks, talking about process, talking about... Oh, I no, I think I was just going to continue to say, like, that I really like reading, like, their oh, little excerpts, yeah. just their little thoughts, because like, I just... To relate feel, to them. Yeah, like, it just feels, like, so nice, where I'm like, oh, like, I'm not absolutely batshit crazy when I'm, like, thinking these things while I make my work. I used to hate Andy Warhol, and now I fucking love him, because, <laughs> like, I know more about his personal experience, and mm-hmm. I can relate more that way. Like, when I was a kid, I was always cutting out celebrity shit off magazines, mm-hmm. like, collaging, fucking saving pictures of... Aaron Carter. And Wait! Oh my god. I'm ashamed, but he was like my first like crush. Like that was like my first same. Oh my god. Not anymore. Have you no, seen the No, fuck that guy is disgusting. <laughs> it's all about the brown boys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. God Garcia Bernal could get it. <laughs> oh so I'm a um Pedro Pascal kind of girl. Oh, he's, that guy? Yeah, Maybe I he's love a, I think I know who you're talking about. Let me Google him. Make oh, he's sure. the, the, the Mandalorian. I was like, I love a man with a big nose. He's so oh, I know. Okay, I was, I was right. So scrumdiddly. He's anxious. coming out in a movie with uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nicolas <laughs> Cage plays himself. I'm so excited for that because I love funny. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I love yeah, Nicolas Cage. I but anyway, so yeah, like, I don't know. So I've always collected pictures. I've always been obsessed with, like, I guess celebrities and like watching TV because that's all I could do as a kid. Yeah. So like I don't know when the teacher's like, "Why this person? <laughs> Why this?" Because I wanted to. Yeah. I like it. I'm like that's that's enough. Like that should be the and argument mm-hmm. and done. Like because I wanted to because, because that was what I, I was interested in. Like. I mean, what am I, I mean, like okay, so like I I understand, but I also understand why they do it that way too. Yeah. Because like. You have to be able to think critically about your stuff, too, in the way where, like, you know, how am I impacting? Mm-hmm. And what does this have to say about myself? So you can also continue to, like, hone that, too. Right. Like, if you can't name it and you can't zero in on it, then you can't do it more. Like, that's also kind of discussions I've gotten into with, like, my tattoo mentor. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he's like, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say mm. it. And I'm like, you know what? That's kind of why I go to school, so I can know how to say it. Yeah. Because if you can't say it or you can't, like, interpret it, then you won't be able to continue to make it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, for someone who's, like, not that articulate, <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I get it. And, like, being able to, like, communicate that and not get your work like misinterpreted because that's obviously mm-hmm. like one of like the worst things that can happen we're like oh fuck like, why did it mean to like do <laughs> that, always that? Happened to you and michael <laughs> every fucking time and like sometimes like it worked where it was like oh like that's not what i meant but i'm like like i'm like here y'all calling me out on like things that i didn't even realize myself but they were like on the right path but other times where i'm like that's not that's, that's not like, it not it at all so but also it's just like other students aren't exactly your audience. Yeah, exactly. And you may be stuck in a class full of 18-year-olds, and they're all like, what? Yeah. Did you know this TikTok dance? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Not all of them are TikTokers, but still, like, fuck, like, these kids, like, all they know is their cell phone. Yeah. By that, I mean, like, 
their world is in their cell phone. Yeah, it's not even like what they're actually in or around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. it's weird. And it's just like this weird, like, cause like we grew up like at the beginning of like the computers mm-hmm. and all that social media. So it's like we know a world outside of it, but also these kids don't like that's their main source of communication with everybody yeah i mean more communication but at some point we had our main source of communication was school yeah like you see other friends at school and you couldn't see them any other time (laughs) yeah yeah because if your only audience or platform is like on the web Mm -hmm. but it's like if you're not existing in that space in like real life it's like you're kind of irrelevant in that way Mm -hmm. because if you're like if you're not even like in those spaces then it's like why why even put up that front of like it's like harder to relate even i think wow anyway like that's too much effort (laughs) to like relate to everybody on a level but yeah it's like i don't know there's like that quasi of like you know being deep and then like being deep for like like reasons like getting likes getting follows like, I, don't, I was like, I don't like to be perceived. So, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, alone. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I mean, I guess I'll go off about Shrek, but I won't go off about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh the amount of discussion that could be made around Shrek. Like, Dude, yeah, it all comes back to Shrek. It all comes back to Shrek. It, re- it really does. <laughs> we exist only to talk about Shrek. <laughs> This is the Shrektacular episode. (laughs) (laughs) I had Shrek on the mind today. (laughs) When can you not have Shrek on the mind? It's just relevant at all times. It really is. You can apply Shrekisms to anything. (laughs) Oh my god, I saw a meme in the like somewhere that said like Shrek and Fiona really picked being ogres over being white. fuck mickey mouse that's what it was about (laughs) because i'm always like thinking things as we're like talking and then they're just like yeah that's why i wrote that thing down i was like and then like it came up really late and then i derailed you from something else (laughs) one thing about me is i can you can put me on a tangent very easily same and i used to do that a lot to teachers too and then like that's like my husband's like because we had we were in high school together and he's all like i loved you in class because you would always get them off topic and i was all like "Mm." you're like someone has to do it someone's got to do the lord's work and then we talked about like taking a break because we're so fucking tired of going to school for so long like school (laughs) it's like so much easier for people with like easier economic situations like they're living at home their parents actually own property or like uh fucking you don't have to work for a living you know yeah you don't have to fucking pay rent or you don't have to like when you don't have that many bills yeah in this economy i was like honestly like i like always said that i was like oh i want to move out like once i graduate and stuff girl i don't know i don't think i'm ever gonna like i'm ever gonna be able to move out like either someone has to like fall in love with me or i have to like get rich like something like somehow some way because there's no way no way that i'm gonna be able to i like shit like i think like we've been in this apartment for a while now so like rent hasn't gone up 
as crazily as like if they were barely gonna get this apartment but like this apartment would probably be like two thousand dollars at least and right now we're paying like 16 something because we've been here so long okay so like they can't raise it to us so quickly right so like yeah we should probably grandfather somebody in (laughs) when we leave (laughs) i don't know but still like it's fucking lame as fuck so it's not easy i mean like it's not like i had a choice that i like couldn't could stay with my mom but still like if you have the choice stay yeah (laughs) we have the fucking choice stay it sucks but like i know i'm i was like i'm luckily i'm not paying rent but i am paying my mental health so yeah that's good i'm my then again you have to because you live there (laughs) yeah i'm my health is slowly or i should say very deteriorating very fast yeah. but i mean <laughs> and with yeah. that said do therapy if you can yeah therapy yes we're pro therapy here please even though i have not gone in forever but i should go but anyway <laughs> besides the point this is not about me let's go back to therapy <laughs> yeah yeah especially like oh, there's just so much like going on right now whether or not we're like constantly thinking about it like subconsciously like it's just taking a toll on everyone and there's like a lot of things like coming up recently for me that i'm just like oh shit like maybe i should go back to therapy therapy." and like not just like in a grand scheme of things because yeah it's like stressful to think that like what if there's like world war three and like all this other shit but like obviously it's stupid that we'd go to world war three only because we're like a european country is getting attacked (laughs) yeah i'm like and like the fact that we like at least like right now like have the privilege to be like oh well like it's not happening here like we're like still okay and stuff and like we can worry about other things but um yeah like just the way that i've like been experiencing like certain like friendships or relationships i'm just like why am i acting like this why am i feeling this way this is like Mm -hmm. bringing up a lot of like feelings that i don't know like how to control or how to communicate and i'm like oh yeah should go to therapy (laughs) (laughs) yeah like lately like the whole boundaries thing like there's Mm -hmm. friends that i have that like you know i love them but it's like it's nothing but like about how they're not doing well or something like that yeah Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> a live studio audience. <laughs> We're recording a podcast. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. I'll be quiet. No, uh, no it's okay. okay. She's going to edit or, it out. Yeah. I'll keep you in. I don't know. Yeah. Kim, this is Jair. Did you we, meet him? We've met. No, like, this is already like the third time. <laughs> you, yeah. you forget every time. I forget every time. <laughs> oh, you yeah. Have, you went to the party. We've had a few shows now. Yeah. <laughs> It was like at the show and then the party and all that. I don't know yeah. if there was like some other places in between. Probably. Yeah, I remember half yeah. of the party. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> he was gone. Yeah. He was we could gone. Tell. I was like, and then I was like, I was like, okay, I'm at the wrong place. I just had to go home now because he's like, he he's like knocked out by the time I got to the wrong place. And I was like, I'm not going to, he, he's like impossible to wake up. So like, I was like, if I let him sleep any longer, he's not getting out of this like car. Like dragging him out of the car. Yeah. Literally. Like a dead body. <laughs> go to therapy i probably need to go back to therapy yeah it's so hard to like get in the the como se dice um the habit of it i think because i'm very particular on 
finding a therapist not like who like tells me what i want to hear obviously like that's not the point but like i've had like therapists that like just don't fucking get it mm-hmm. and like either they're not trained in like the issues that like i'm dealing with or they're just like because really I, I would want like a therapist that's like a woman that's like uh-huh. latina because she she's already kind of get gonna get the grounds the basis of like the experience as like a latina but that or like even like just a woman or like a woman of color like something mm-hmm. like that because i'm not gonna talk to like a white man and like, like well like, as it is like a therapist is already a person who's had enough privilege to be able to go to school to be a therapist yeah so like they're already that's a class difference already mm-hmm. and then like i mean my therapist was cool he was a white guy and at first i was like really nervous but like i accepted because i was like i really need therapy mm-hmm. and he was cool I, like i looked him up and i saw that he specialized in lgbt issues i was like okay he's a cool guy (laughs) and he was cool and stuff and he was like having me work with my ADD issues my undiagnosed ADD issues Mm -hmm. with like uh, notes and stuff and Mm. like trying to cognitively take care of it but I felt like to to kind of a detriment but I mean like he's a therapist not a psychiatrist so it's not he could like give me meds or diagnose me so like um I definitely feel like I need to get back and, like, get diagnosed or something because I definitely feel like it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But I still think that, like, it really did help me a lot with, like, feeling validated. Like, yeah. Even if it's somebody that, you, like, it's about their vibe and, like, making you feel validated. But a lot of it wasn't just talking, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I just validated myself. Validated but that myself. is kind of, like, a big thing. Like, you yeah. have to be able to validate yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to truly fight for that. Like, yeah. like, like, the validating part is that he's listening. And, like, it, that was what was great about it. You know, like, he would listen. So, not that no, nobody listens to me, but it's somebody else. I don't know how to describe it. But it's validating to go to therapy and have somebody, like, actively help you. And somebody that's not, like, biased. Mm-hmm. Because, like, people in your life are going to be biased no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Go to therapy. Yeah. I definitely, t- like, like I was saying, like, just take the time to, like, find one that mm-hmm. that's going to work. Because I've had, like, therapists that they... Don't get just... discouraged if your therapist sucks. Yeah. Ask for a different person. Yeah. I, they wouldn't give a shit if you left, left. Like, they could fill your spot in easy. They're not going to get mad at you. And if they do, then they're not a good therapist. Yeah. Like, they're they're there to help you, and if you're not getting that, like, if you're not getting help, then clearly it's not, um, because I've had some, and I'm just like, this is not working out, and, like, it's kind of like, they're, and they, like, would honestly, like, be, I was like, maybe it was just, like, me sort of, like, um, quote, unquote, like, acting out, like, in a way (laughs) where I was like, this sounds like an art critique, but, like, I would be, like, talking about something and they'd be like they would suggest something completely like not relevant and mm-hmm. i was like did you even hear what i said like i don't like they're not mm-hmm. listening and i think that's what you were saying about like mm-hmm. oh it's just validating for someone to like listen and just like truly be able to di- digest what you're saying rather than just like give you like some sort of like common answer and they're not going to fix your problems for you they're just giving you the tools so you can fix your own problems yeah and that's definitely what we need because <laughs> like i yeah and that's what I, I think i started realizing 
like because trauma (laughs) trauma because yeah because i mean so so much of it was just me like keeping it in my subconscious and just like not letting it out but Mm -hmm. i've had people lately lately tell me like like where i would like open and it would be like a safe space you know like Mm -hmm. i would not trauma dump on them like this Mm -hmm. was them openly um wanting to talk about things don't trauma dump on your friends y'all unless they're like seriously like i think that's a lot of things that young also young people also make a really big mistake is like they're always trauma dumping on their friends and you really just damage your relationships that way because they're not going to want to listen to you i mean like sure your friends are there for you but they're not going to fucking fix your problems yeah and it's like kind of like when you have like a bump in like your cheek because you bit it like you keep going over it or like Mm -hmm. you have you keep scratching yourself it's like you're only going to irritate it more and you're not fixing your problems by going over and over it and over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, definitely, and it's, like, just one, like, form of communication. Like, oh, like, do you have, like, the headspace to even, like, talk about it? Because, like, if you, like, if there was, like, something that happened, then, like, yes, maybe, like, you just do need to, like, let it out and, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, just talk about it, but not, like, necessarily, like, have them solve it for you, but just, or, like, like, lean on them so heavily. Yeah. Um, but, like, lately I've just, like, realized, like, I'll have, like, some tendencies where I'm like, mm, that's not okay. Or, like, I don't need to be, like, bottling every single emotion up because it's not, mm-hmm. like, it's manifesting itself, like, in another way where I'm, like, not openly available or openly available to, like, receive other people, um, like, into Support. my life. No, like, not so much, um... To, like, support them, but just, like, I'm not... I don't have the willingness to when I should be able to, like... I, I've been lately, I'm too. <laughs> like, I'm always, like, mm, this is gonna end. Like, I'm already setting myself up for like, failure, for disappointment. I want to talk to anymore or that I want to keep a relationship with. Yeah. I, or, like, even if I don't, like, even if it's not necessarily a bad thing, like, I'm already, like, setting up, like... Setting it up for failure. Yeah, and I shouldn't. I should... Be, like not that you cannot be cautious but like why am I being so overly cautious yeah I can't be I just and here I am always like promoting vulnerability and like I'm like like the spokesperson for it and yeah I don't like I don't I don't want to be perceived I don't want to like talk exactly. about my own emotions I'm like yeah that's not okay let's let's dig through that and see what is happening and I feel that I, too though <laughs> I, like, can't seem to, like, come to the conclusion as to why, or at least, like, at least, like, not recently, because I was like, well, there's nothing, like, traumatic that happened, but, like, it could have been something that happened, like, 15 years ago that's, like, finally, like, surfacing. Co- yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? But. <laughs> yeah, like, that's kind of, like, I don't know, I think it's, like, a Hispanic thing, too. Like, my family loves to trauma dump. Like, they're mm-hmm. always trauma dumping, so it's kind of hard to be around them. Sorry if you're listening, which I know you're listening, but, you know, this is it. <laughs> Y'all need to go to therapy. Calling you out. <laughs> Y'all need to go to therapy. I, I said that. I fully said that in a chat. I was all like, Y'all are crazy. Not crazy, but y'all need to go to therapy. Because, you know, yeah. it's not cool to call people crazy. That's gaslighting. Yeah. But I was like, y'all need to go to therapy. And my Pisces-ass brother was like, get therapy, ni get nada. We got each other. And I was like... Don't Pisces be crying all the time? <laughs> he's, like, very... Like, his chart is very Capricorn heavy, so he's basically not oh. a not a, not a Pisces. He's a, <laughs> like, he's a baby man. Oh. Sorry if you're listening. Oop. Just kidding. <laughs> Love you, brother. You're a baby man. <laughs> 
therapy is great, but also, like, there needs to be some more introspection, and you need to be, like, you need to be in charge and responsible for your feelings and actions and what you say. You have to know that you're there because of yeah you in a way like yes like like especially for me like some a lot of the things that I think I struggle with is because of what other people have like done to me so like there's that like like, but you have to like be aware that you have to like it's not other people's fault yeah like you have to know like how to um not to project those problems exactly (laughs) so therapy take it do it (laughs) don't make other people's your problems other people's problems or other people's problems your problems and so on and so on (laughs) but like i don't know i feel like people are so entitled to this free content yeah that's why i'm just like what the fuck and like that i think that's like one of the pressures i have with making the podcast i was like fuck like i don't know like how often i'm gonna be able to post i clearly sorry y'all i like clearly went on hiatus after the first episode like (laughs) i mean like you're getting your feet wet like you're getting into it you're getting it dipping your toes so it's not like I don't know, like, you're still figuring it out, and it's just you. People need to understand, yeah, like, you know, like, I am... You don't have an editor. You don't have somebody mm-hmm. writing for you, as you can tell by the structure of the show. Yeah, <laughs> it is all over the place, just like my brain. Like, I am just winging it. I'm having fun with it, like... And it's, like, something I want to do, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I... And there's, like, a lot of things where, like, I've considered or even thought about, um, like... I have the opportunity to monetize it, but do I even mm-hmm. want to? Because then I'm going to feel like it's a job or I'm, like, having to, like, source money from it. And I'm like, I don't want that. Like, I this originally, like, since the beginning, like, since I had that idea, like, was a passion project. I want, I wanted to do it for myself, but also for, like, the people that I'm, like, having on the show and, like, all this stuff. And I don't know. Like, it was just too much to think about for that. And, mm-hmm. like, so, like, seeing all these, like, critiques on, like, other podcasts that are obviously, like, well-developed. I'm mm-hmm. just like, what the heck? Like... If you come, if like you're so entitled to like, complain so much of like, oh, well, I want your podcast to be like this and that. I'm like, okay, well, then make the podcast that you want. Make mm-hmm. the like content you that it. you want. It. Ah, yeah, you fucking do it. Clearly, you're not doing it for a reason. Why? Because it takes work, because it takes like all this effort and like all this like mental capacity to like do it, which is why I like obviously didn't have the means to like constantly make episodes right after the first one because mm-hmm. like shit hit the fan and i'm just like why can't i need a break real mm-hmm. quick um and but i think like that's good though like to have like that conversation about like you know what if you need a break take a fucking break like mm-hmm. you don't have to you don't have to be making anything for anybody and i feel like that should apply to work too but it sucks because like you're working and you have like nothing to support you if you stop working yeah which is, is fucking lame as fuck and there's people like well if you're not working for it then you don't deserve it but it's like no like it used to be different when people used to just rely on nature mm-hmm. <laughs> or something I know. like that can we like, can we be hunter gatherers again <laughs> i mean that's kind of hard too but still like i mean like it's a different kind of thing you know it's like there's more shame embedded in like taking time off which is stupid yeah or like doing like little projects that like you can like sell stuff or like whatever and then I mean, you know, like, they're still like they're you all, shouldn't like be closed to monetizing, but you should like also feel like you monetize it in the right way. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, why? Because we want you to make money. Yeah. Okay. But also like the, but that's like one thing that people like who complain like mm-hmm. should think about. I'm like, okay, well, if you want to complain so much and like you want them to like 
keep doing so then fucking open your wallet bitch and support (laughs) yeah like send the money like come on like if you want us so hard you want them to do so hard like fuck pay them there's needs to be incentive yeah so Mm -hmm. and even if there is people still need breaks people still yeah even if they're getting paid for it even if anything like nobody owes you anything nobody owes you anything ever and if you want it so bad do it your fucking self because whatever you just have to be self-aware in that mm-hmm. sense because other than that i don't know and there's just so many ways like that things can change and like people feel like they can provide people act like life and like stuff is like so rigid for everybody and like you know just because you're anastasis or like if just because you're stable or just because things are the same for you doesn't mean that nobody else, that everybody else is that. Or, you know, you're not the only person that's going through stuff. Everybody goes through shit. And some people go through some tragic shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. <laughs> Make up false memories. Uh, oh, my gosh. Are you gaslighting me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gaslighting myself. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Rosa. Thank you so much for being on. Oh, de nada. Esto fue Primer Impacto. <laughs> Con mucho, mucho, mucho amor. amor. If you don't get that reference, you're get fired. Out. Yeah, get out. Okay, bye. bye.